Once again, to Steam Spy Solo Stories. As always, I'm Mark, and let's not waste any more time, shall we? Let's get right to the action. I'm starting now with Act 2, where Roland Doyle, uh, my main character, if you remember, is riding his motorized kite out of Amsterdam. He just escaped from the bad guys. Uh, he's acquired this prototype, and he's stolen it from the Dragon Sect. Now he's going to He's going to keep flying. He's got it going. He's going to keep going, uh, probably follow the river right out to the sea, where he's going to make contact with the St. Agatha. That's the ship that he uh, kind of operates out of. That's his home base. So as he's flying through the night, he, he makes some sort of signal to the crew so they can greet him and he can land on deck. They'll be there. They'll help him uh, take off this harness thing and they'll help pack it up and put it away for, for safekeeping. Then... Doyle is going to have to report to the captain. It's Captain uh, Thatchgood. Interesting. He's also the main director for the Unified Alliance, so he's his boss. So he goes down to the captain's quarters, and I'd say that the, the quarters probably has that kind of odd shape that you'd find in a room on a ship. You know, it's not quite square. The walls kind of curve with the shape of the hull. But the decor is all like a, a fully furnished, very fa uh, fancy Victorian sitting room. Yeah, probably a nautical theme, obviously, but it's it's that kind of juxtaposition of, of fancy Victorian era stuff, but within the room of a ship. As for the captain, I picture him as being fairly fit, probably rugged looking, probably has that hard to tell how old he is look. On one hand, because he's so fit, he looks really young. But on the other hand, he's really kind of rough and weathered from living on a ship and being exposed to the elements. So, anyway, he's going to come in, and we'll both sit down, have a glass of brandy or something. Something casual, probably. And I will give my report on the, the dealings with the dragon sect. And tell, basically, what you just last listened to in the last few episodes. Okay, from here, I have to figure out where to go next. There's one obvious loose thread that needs to be followed. Uh, when I met with the Dragon Sect, I posed as a federal agent who was supposed to have been meeting with them, but I never really explained what happened to the real federal agent that was supposed to have made that contact. Obviously, they were probably intercepted and delayed in order to give me the opportunity to fill in for them. I would assume Captain Thatchgood would have sent one of his other agents to take care of that. So I would know who that federal agent is, and it would make sense that I would start by following that lead. So let's start off by making a federal agent. And let's see. Okay, ooh, it's a female agent. All right. And I need a nice American name. Let's go with Irene Bennett. Sounds good. Irene Bennett. Let's make her a nice 20-point agent. Maybe a little bit more analyst and face than muscle. 
and I get two skills. As American, just gotta have firearms. And let's go with land vehicles. And where am I gonna make contact with her? Let's see. I got a six, which is street meeting. Uh, that's the same thing I got for the dragon sect meeting, so... I twist, I'm gonna twist that a little bit. I'm gonna say I meet her in a park. Seems kind of like a nice spy trope, you know, park bench type type of approach. So let's go with that. So I'm assigned to make contact with Irene Bennett, a federal agent at a public park in Amsterdam. This time, it would make sense that I pose as a member of the Dragon Sect. First, I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to approach this well-rested and, and do it in the morning because, you know, I still have, I'm wounded. And getting a good night's sleep, I'll recover one wound. I would recover one per day, so I would recover that. And the uh, the, the winded stuff will disappear with a good night's sleep. They, I recover one per hour, so they'd be gone. Besides that, the, the St. Agatha is it's a medical ship, so they, they're going to have the best stuff. They're, they're used to dealing with medical emergencies. So uh, I'm going to have no problem getting all healed up and head out the next day fully rested. So... All right, so I head out. Yeah, it's probably a nice, beautiful spring day, let's say, in Amsterdam. And I head to the park. Families are playing, relaxing the grass. Uh, the usual park stuff is going on. I see I see a woman who fits her description, so I probably recognize what I'm supposed to be looking for, at least. Uh, she's, well, let's say she's sitting on a park bench, <laughs> doing the old hiding in plain sight, as they say. Okay, so I'll approach her and make contact. The so last time, last time I didn't have a password, and it got me into trouble. When using the story cipher, that's the, the yes or no thing, you want to you want to phrase your question so that a no answer, so, so you want a no answer. So you want uh, the yes answer to be the most dangerous. So instead of saying, did I get a password, I'm going to say, is there a secret code for this meeting? Okay, I think it's a pretty calm threat right now, so I'm going to say that uh, gives me a minus one, closer to the no answer that I'm looking for, right? So, uh, ooh, that is a no. And so the initial meeting was spoiled, and they weren't able to set up a protocol for this meeting, so there is no secret uh, secret code that I have to know. So that that's good. That that makes things that'll make this a little bit easier. So I'm just going to kind of calmly approach, sit down on the bench next to her, and I guess I'll just say, Agent Bennett, my name's Doyle. I'm with the Dragon Sect. I'm sorry our business was interrupted last night, but I'm hoping to resume it at this time. Okay, before she reacts, I'm going to have to make an interaction roll. That's to see how this is going, how she's accepting me. And this is going to be against her face. And since I'm trying to establish kind of a pleasant camaraderie, I'm going to use my confidant role. And I'm going to say that the seduction skill is appropriate here. Why not? Okay, so confidant with seduction. It's a success. All right, so she's going to believe that I'm the dragon sect. And so she'll give me some more information. She'll be willing to converse with me. At this point, I'm going to have to determine what she wants. You know, what is what was her part of this deal? 
why does the federal agent want to get their hands on this motorized kite thing? It's a pretty open question, so let's go to the inspiration stimulators. And I get support and passage, support passage. Oh, yeah, that, that, okay, that makes perfect sense. So at this time in history, the U.S. is negotiating for the rights to develop the Panama Canal. So, obviously, they want the kite to use to scout out possible land routes for the canal. Makes sense. Okay, so that's, that's, what, uh, that's what the federal agency wants. That's, that's nice. Okay, we'll go with that. But then I guess we also have to figure out what the Dragon Sect was expecting from the feds in return. Uh, what, was, what was their payment? Now, the, the federal agency works for Rennington & Sons, which is a weapon-producing company. They, they deal with a, a lot of firearms, essentially. So it seems kind of obvious that they'd be looking for a weapon, right? That, that seems like what they would have to offer and what anybody else would want. Of course, it's not hard to just purchase weapons, so maybe they're looking for some kind of exotic or experimental gun, let's say. Let's go with that. I am going to... I'm just going to say, okay, Agent Ben, I have a confession to make. I'm not really with the Dragon Sect. I'm with the Unified Alliance. However, I do have some good news for you. I have your kite, and I'm willing to turn it over to you for free with the slight provision that you are willing to help me find out what the Dragon Sect is up to. Why did they want this this weapon of yours? What What was their end goal with this thing? So I, I have to ask, do you know what, does she know what the weapon was going to be used for? That is a good question. Let's see. Uh, no, she does not. Okay, however, since Orosaku Artificials, they deal mostly with automation and, and that sort of thing, robotics, that it would make sense that they plan to integrate the weapon into some kind of automated something or other killer robot type thing um but we'll have to find out what they have in mind so first i should have to find out if, first i well first i gotta find out if she agrees to this deal and this is going to require another confidant role this time since i gave her the kite i'm going to say that i have an advantage with this role that means that two of the dice i roll are going to be golden die which doubles my chance for getting an exploding six so, I'm rolling that against her face type, and I succeed. Yes, she is willing to help me. Good. Okay, which raises the question, does she have any further contact? Does she know who to contact next? Uh, that answer is no. No but. Okay, no but. So she doesn't have a contact, but... But she does know where the weapon was supposed to have been delivered. So once the deal had made, she was supposed to deliver a weapon somewhere. Okay, so if we go, if we follow through with that, let's say she goes through, she delivers the weapon, that could lead us to the next step. Let's stop there. This, this is probably a good break, and then we'll go into the actual operation next episode. This has been kind of an establishing scene. Not a lot of action, but... But next time, we'll, we'll go right into the mission and pick it up from there, facing off against the Dragon Sect. 
that should be a bit more exciting. So again, thank you for joining me and don't miss the ex- next exciting episode of Steam Spy Solo Stories. And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on soundcloud.com slash tabletopradiohour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at TabletopCast if you have any questions or comments. You can join us over on facebook.com slash tabletopradiohour for regular updates. We also have an email address that is tabletopradiohour at gmail.com. Our website tabletopradiohour.wordpress.com You can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s. 